I'm an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. Baby bitches leave. Hey team, welcome back to the only podcast where you can hear a couple of guys talk about the movies. Scott Sweeney here with Ryan Ankner in the chill zone. We're back. Kid is back from his honeymoon. Oh, how you doing? How you been? It was good. It was lovely. Hell yeah. We went to uh, all over, really. Congratulations again. Thank you. Thank you. We got married in Las Vegas by an Elvis impersonator. Austin Butler himself. He was doing a uh, a signing. It was actually Jacob Elordi. Oh. (laughs) He stormed in from the set of that Sofia Coppola movie and uh, presided. Yes. It was... We got married in Vegas, and then we stayed there for a night at the Wynn, and we had like a probably four thousand calorie dinner. Yes, and Buddy. then we drove from Vegas to Joshua Tree, California, where we stayed at a place called the Joshua Tree House that had a bug infestation. A word? No bug eaters to be seen either. So it was Were just you bugs. Them? Uh, baby, I've been eating them. <sighs> okay, good, good. So we left the Joshua Tree House pretty quick. Quickly, we've stayed there. Me of three thousand miles to Graceland. All this Pretty traveling much, yeah. in that area and the Elvises, and uh, so we we ended up in La Quinta, California, for two days instead of one, which was nice. It was real low, laid back, and mm. then after that, we were in L.A. at the Beverly Hills Hotel for two days. You were staying awesome. at a La Quinta Inn. No, there? that's a bit Monty ran with all week because we were at the La Quinta Resort. Monty and he was like, like oh, the La Quinta Inn, that's a great place for a honeymoon. And like, for those that don't know, La Quinta Inn is sort of like a Holiday Inn, kind of just medium, low-level hotel. I should have known someone else thought of that. I was like, I got gold here. here yeah, go. Monty's, Monty's been hammering that one home. Even when we were at the Beverly Hills Hotel, Monty was still going with it. Like, oh, that looks like a really nice pool for the La Quinta. And it's like, can you just... boy King. Can you let it go? What are you, me? <laughs> just beating a bit into the, de- into the dust. Could you? So it was it was awesome though. It was a nice break. Hell yeah. And I'm happy but I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to be doing the show. Have you been trying out the Borad voice, my wife? I've had a couple of people ask me that as well. Mm. And <laughs> it's the n- question on everybody's mind. <laughs> I have not done it once yet. Fuck. Which is Is Borad out right now? He might not be in season. I think Borad is in. Okay. He's back. I think Borad is in, but would I I don't know. She'd hate it, I think. Yeah. Most of my bits don't land with my wife, which is fine. What was I doing that she didn't like at all? Even saying it normally sounds cool. I know. It's nice. It's nice having, having to, like, it's, it's, you sound like, I think John Mulaney has that bit where it's like, that's my wife. Like, even fiance sounds dumb. Fiance sounds like you're like a fucking tool. I go, my fiance's on her way. Mm. And is she? I'm a 40, I'm almost, I turned 39 years old yesterday. So, birthday boy. What a weekend. What a week. Yeah. So, for me to call her my girlfriend just feels childish. Yeah. It's more, it's class. Yeah. I'm into it. So, I'm, I'm ready for this. 
you know. Ready for the big ride, baby. I am. One might say. Enjoy your drink. Cage wise. But yeah, I was here guarding the chill zone, hanging out with the cats. How'd that go? No incidents? No incidents. It was... I'm surprised. Lovely time. Tuna tuna on her best behavior? Yeah. I mean, everyone was pretty good. There was a little... Tuna had an outburst here and there. Mm. Some uh, some hisses, but that'll happen. She this. definitely has her moments, for sure. They were but, fun to watch turkeys with, though. They were, you know, we were watching all sorts of stuff. We'll get into them reviews. They were oh, wow. They were walking out of stuff. They were like, could you shut this? Yeah, they walk out of most, actually. <laughs> they really couldn't be bothered with a lot of the stuff I put on. <laughs> That's funny, actually. Kitties. Also, before I forget, I want to mention that I ran into a few big-time celebrities oh, out there. Tell me. I ran into Jeremy Strong from Succession. He plays Kendall Roy. Wait, did you really? We did, yeah. Oh, shit. Saw him at the grocery store when we were getting a smoothie. The Irwan, the famous ultra-expensive grocery store out there. Whoa. Uh, he was wearing a fedora and indoor shades. Wow. He looked like a huge douche. People say he's like a method actor. So yes. like when he's playing Kendall Roy, he's acting like that. Like all the time. I think they're shooting now. You probably met him in character. That's funny. It's, I heard that Brian Cox actually hates that about him and like, thinks it's fucking stupid. Yeah, like, get it together. Like, just fucking say the words. He goes by Kendall, or he, he, he like won't name the character when he's in the character. Like, he, he doesn't separate or something. I read that too. Mm. Brian Cox is, seems like an opinionated guy. Yeah. So that's funny. No, he's a real character. We got to post that. Uh, I cameo. I that. have the cameo that you guys got me for my uh, bachelor party, and I am just too lazy to cut it up. I may pay Sam to do it because Sam is better at that stuff than I am. Yeah. Um, but other than that, California was cool. I, I saw one of the Peloton guys in a crosswalk. That made me laugh. Word. He's a guy, um, Alex Toussaint, the guy who's, uh, who always calls everybody king. <laughs> so that made me laugh because he's called me king before. And then we ran into, at the Beverly Hills Hotel, we saw Sutton from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And I didn't know who that was, but Lucy did. Okay, now we're getting to some A-list run-ins. Now I'm starting to get impressed. Oh, yeah. Sutton? Sutton. Wow. I didn't know someone could even have that as a name. Tell me about it. Wait, what show is he on again? She, uh, on Beverly Hills, or Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Oh, okay. That's fun. I always forget about those shows. The uh, I love a good celebrity run in. I know, it was cool. Mm. Hell yeah! And yeah, happy birthday, happy Thanks. birthday also to friend of the show Rian. Oh yeah, today, we learned. I think we're in the birthday corner all of a sudden. Maybe maybe you play your music. It's been a while. Should we do it? Yeah, let's I go think for I it. I deleted it out. Who else? Who do you share a birthday with? Do you got any fun celebs? Mark McGuire and Randy Quaid. Are the Fuck. only two I've ever noticed. Hoping you were going to say Mark Wahlberg and Randy from the Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Put it on, Randy. Fucking Randy's good. I can't find yeah. the Happy Birthday I usually play, but I can do the Stevie Wonder version. Hell yeah! So Happy Birthday, Randy Quaid and Mark McGuire here from the Chill Zone, and Happy Half Birthday to Mark Wahlberg. Hey, how you doing? Do you see that story that he can play 18 holes of golf in one hour thanks to his cardio golf routine? That's not true. I'm just blasting through the day. I'm just getting everything done 
in a fraction of the amount of time it takes anybody else to do He's it. He's just a liar. I saw a video what? of him saying he can do 40 uh, unbroken pull-ups. And I'm telling you from experience, that's like a world record. Yeah, I can do 80 now. That was an old story. I do 80 now. That's right. Yeah, he's a complete cartoon character. Who's... I love these stories. And that I also watched the better part of Father Stew while you were away. Things got pretty dark. This happy birthday sucks. I'm shutting it. And Father Stew's a fucked up turkey. It's on Netflix if you want to have a laugh. Did you enjoy it even a little bit? Yeah, I watched it with Dan. And Mm. we were like having a laugh like turkey wise. Like it's real shitty. It's if you can enjoy a movie in that capacity. If you're in the mood for a hot turkey, as we say here. It's on Netflix. Um, Give it a go. No thanks. Fuck, he's out. But what else is in the news? I feel like we should get into the news. Oh, I got proper. I got a couple of items here. Um, okay. Woody Allen had a retirement <laughs> what story break, and then it broke again that he is not retiring. What do you mean? So I thought that was pretty funny. Because, like, in the comments of both stories, everybody was furious. Like, why are we even talking about this? He's Mm. a scumbag. Like, just going off. And I'm curious, like, where that story even came from. Yeah. Well, he probably was trying to get financing for his next movie and trying to cast it and was just going up dry. And he's like, am I retired? I think I'm done. I think I'm out of here. I'm spent. But yeah, the idea of him unretiring is funny. Yeah. I'm like, that's everybody's move. Who else did that recently? Jay-Z. Yeah. Jay-Z, Woody Allen, they're kind of like the same dude. Pretty much, yeah. Be kind of sick if they like collabed. What, like a Linkin Park, Jay-Z collab style? Like what? an album? Of- I, I tried so hard. I got so far. But in the end... See, if we'd workshopped this bit before going on air with it, we probably could have come up with some hilarious stuff. Matter. Just, us just riffing on it. He's in. But I hate that fucking album, by the way, while we're on the subject. I think it stinks. With the Jay-Z and Linkin Park Yeah, shit? it's terrible. I mean, I'm not going to argue with that. It's like funny that they made it and it exists. You it can- was like college kind of music. Like it was like Numb Encore would play and guys would be like doing power hours with like bad beer. Do you remember power hours? Fuck yeah, bro. Where you like take a shot of beer every minute or something, and then like it turns out to be like six beers in an hour, and then... Yeah, I don't think I ever made it past like the 10-minute mark of such a thing. It's like, you know what? This isn't fun. Yeah, like I I just feel sick and gross. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going to go ahead and sip this. But we got some major news coming in off the old Hollywood press here. Are you familiar with the Now You See Me franchise? <laughs> That's a yes. Yes. Uh, is Spacey for, back? I don't think so. Is um, he in these? I don't think Spacey wasn't he? is in Who's, these. Who am I thinking of then? Oh, I'm thinking of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely played a magician in something. Twenty. I'm thinking of 24. <laughs> oh, you're actually thinking of 21. Right. <laughs> That bean set, like, Harvard <laughs> kids cheating uh, in Vegas movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a turkey. Yeah, I'm, I'm good on any of that. But so are the Now You See Me movies, which are like the cool magician movies starring uh, Jesse Eisenberg, Woody Harrelson. Who else is in there? Fuck. Morgan Freeman, Lizzie Kaplan. 
Mark Ruffalo, really just star-studded affair. I'm a big Lizzie Kaplan fan. Yeah, she should as get we've more discussed. Work. I watched that Showtime show Masters of Sex for way longer than anyone else on earth probably did. I think I watched like the first few and I was like, I hate this. Yeah, it wasn't great. Who's in that again? That guy who used to date Sarah Silverman? Yes, Michael Sheen. He's good too. Right. That should have been either Charlie Sheen or um, Michael... Um, Imperioli? Sarah? <laughs> um, How could you do this to us? Just beating up Kinsey? <laughs> oh, Kinsey. Isn't that a show about Kinsey? Probably. But yeah, the Now You See Me, they're making a third one somehow. These movies are... People watch those. Relevant enough to get every get this whole cast back together for a big trilogy capper. Seems kind of insane. But I don't know. Probably make a trillion dollars. Everyone was in uproar. They should have called the second one Now You Don't. <laughs> so now you don't then they could have named this something even dumber could have been fun now you don't too <laughs> yeah. and i i had a comment on twitter that people seemed to like i said is john cena joining the cast because it's called now you see me people were having fun like kids you can't see him that is the joke <laughs> i get it he gets it he's laughing he's having fun i don't i'm not i i can never come up with a good tweet Hold on, I'm doing a tweet. I don't think I don't think I've ever <laughs> I've ever had a funny tweet in my life. That's not the kind of funny that I am. I mean, it's it's worthless. It's all a goof. It doesn't even I don't matter. think Jerry O'Connell thinks it's a goof on your Twitter. Oh shit. Jerome, buddy boy. We gotta get him on here. He'd be a great guest. Hey. He's good on Howard. Ooh. So Jerry, uh, like Re Rebecca Romaine's tits, like were they were they naked and stuff? So like when when you're doing a movie, you're doing a sex scene, uh, you you getting a boner when you're doing that? <laughs> Did you get a boner on the set of Stand by Me? What do you think? The uh, what do we got here? Did you see uh, the Jackass crew on Celebrity Family Feud the other day? Um, Having a goo? No. It was kind of a funny. Clip. I think I saw a picture of it on one of their Instagrams. Yeah, actually, like Johnny Knoxville's like tases one of the sidecars when he gets it wrong, and he's being all wacky. He was wearing the same suit as Steve Harvey just to be like a goof. How'd they even figure that out? What he, what Steve Harvey was going to wear? I can't see Steve Harvey. Uh, he's a funny guy. Maybe he was in on it. Yeah, he probably had someone like do some investigating. It's probably a whole thing. But uh, that's fun. It's on YouTube or wherever if you want to watch that clip. Uh, oh, God. This is sad news for Hank. His favorite oh, no. show is losing his favorite host. Trevor Noah is leaving The Daily Show. I saw us. that. Such a shame. Wow. Where is he headed? <laughs> Hopefully to the cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely heading to the obits. <laughs> I didn't know this. Everyone online is like, he's dating Dua Lipa now. So he's like... That's like his second home run babe. Wasn't he with Minka Kelly? He was. Fuck. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, this, Hank just threw his headphones across the room, uh, that's, shattering that a poster. Stinks. I'm, I'm punching the air right now. I don't want him to win. Yeah, he's not a likable or funny person. I don't know how he had a gig like The Daily Show for like seven years. Or yeah, whatever. he's a smug fuck. Yeah, I don't know anyone on earth who watched his version of The Daily Monty. Show. Monty. Monty actually loves Trevor Noah. God Big Daily damn Show Damn it, guy. Monty. 
I now I'm fucking throwing my headphones across the room and Monty shattering. has seen every episode of The Daily Show and he quotes Trevor Noah regularly. So so fucked up. Not a fan. That is. Sickening. Sorry, I had to shoot off a quick text message. Did you see that Hocus the Hocus Pocus house is on Airbnb for one night only? Ho, ho, Hocus thirty-one dollars. Ho. Um, is there a house of note in the Hocus Pocus? Film? I guess that all the witches live in. Okay. Do you think it smells like Bette Midler's pussy in there? <laughs> I, I hope so. Let's bid on this. I you have to look. pay an extra thirty-one dollars for the smell. <laughs> Smells like a bubbling cauldron of <laughs> gruel. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Bad friend of the show. We'd love to have you on. We would. That is a movie. People were like talking about that. Mm. It came out to Disney Plus this past weekend. I'm not very familiar with the original. I've never seen it. It's one of those movies that women pretend to love or something. It's a gal flick. They don't pretend to love it. They they're think just they really love it. I think they do. They I don't like really... witches. They like when they do. They ride around on brooms and the toil and trouble and stuff. For me, it's it's like I Thanks. believe that most joy is fabricated. A word. Yeah, my brain is just inside out like that, where I don't believe when people pretend to enjoy something or when people quote unquote enjoy something, I feel like it's they're playing pretend. Hmm. But who knows? Maybe I'm just cynical. I mean, that does sound a little cynical. <laughs> but who could be sure? Mm. I'm not... I don't, I don't even know. Speaking of being cynical about things, did you see Danny Boyle is set to direct a stage adaptation of The Matrix? Oh, come on. Danny Boyle is a... He's Academy... the guy who directed like Life of Pi? Basically, he won the Oscar for directing Slumdog Millionaire. He also did 28 Days Later, Sunshine, Train Spotting, a bunch of other stuff. I don't know why he's doing this. This sounds kind of weird. But uh, he had like a big tail off. His past couple of movies, he also did Millions, that movie that only we have seen about like Madame ZC. About two British sidecars finding a duffel bag full of dough. Hit that boy. Duffel bag full of fucking. Does that hit that boy? Franks. No, that's something else. Uh, but damn it, he, he did a bunch of stuff that like no one really responded to. He also directed <laughs> every episode of a Sex Pistols TV show on FX. Somebody called- recommended that to me, and I kind of want to watch it. What do you think? I kind of do too, but I've never heard anyone so much as bring this show up, and it's just surprising to me. This guy won Best Director Oscar. <laughs> he directed every episode of the show, and it just doesn't exist. It's on Hulu. I'll probably check it out at some point, but I don't know about the adaptation of The Matrix for the stage. No, that won't work. Are you a theater guy? When was the last time you were in the theater? I, with friend of the show, Joey, I went to see uh, Book of Mormon. Ooh. And that was kind of cool. That, Other than that, I don't think I've done anything in That's the like the cool play to see. I want to see that. Yeah. All right, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't really like anything, so I'm like the wrong guy to ask. It's like, Ank, what did you think of... If it, like, if it wasn't Pulp Fiction, I've lost interest. <laughs> He's back. Um, there will soon be a McDonald's Happy Meal for Adults, complete with a classic character toy. This doesn't really have anything... Nothing to do with movies. It's just important to me. Mm. And I think... What do you think of? Are you a McDonald's guy? You, I know you like McDonald's Sprite. 
I do. But is there anything else on that menu that gets you? I really enjoy their French fries. I think they do a good fry over there. Okay. I'm not really a fry guy. You're not a fry guy? They're fine. Like, who does? Everybody likes French fries, but like, if I, if you told me I could never eat a French fry again for the rest of my life, it wouldn't faze me. I'd get over it, but I'd be a little upset. Like, if I'm going, I'm, I'm like, we went to In N Out twice while in California. Is that your first time? Uh, yes, actually. Because when I lived out there, I was famously anorexic. Ooh, so cheers. now that I eat like a human being, <laughs> we went to In N Out and I got the burger. Both times, like the double bacon, it was amazing, I guess, as far as fast food burgers go. But I'm still a Donald's guy. I think Donald's is better than In-N-Out. Wow. Now that is a surprising review. I love to hear it. People, I've never had In-N-Out. It's overhyped. They praise it to the sky. I can't imagine being anything but let down by it when I finally have it. Well, we realized the In-N-Out that we went to was, I think it was Santa Monica Boulevard or the one, like it was one of the original Hollywood ones. We went to two of them. One was in Vegas. We went to... In and out, <laughs> we we got married in Vegas and then went immediately to In and Out and got a burger mm. in our wedding clothes, which I thought was funny. That's charming. Yeah, and then when we arrived in California, we went to In and Out as well, or we arrived in Hollywood, I should say. Mm. And but there was apparently a shooting in the parking lot outside of the In and Out, like a day or two before we went there. A word. And like, there's all this stuff you hear about, like all the violence out there. We didn't really see. I saw one homeless person huffing paint on the sidewalk, like spray paint into a bag. And then she was screaming at everybody, calling them a faggot. But other than that, I didn't see, like it was no worse than anywhere in Boston I've seen in the last few months. And like people paint California like it's this cesspool right now. And it was fine. That's not like a classic bit of uh, someone huffing spray paint. That's like a charmingly old fashioned way of being like a maniac, I feel. It's like very 90s of them. Yeah, yeah. Or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, she was, it was like a silver paint and it was like getting on her face and she was just like, just like monster of a woman. Hell yeah. But it was, she was great in bed. So there was that. Oh, you guys uh, invited this homeless uh, spray painted woman into your marital bed. How spicy of you. Um, and dope. We did, yeah, but Lucy was actually asleep, so it was mostly just me and the homeless woman. Oh, okay. That's cool. I hope she doesn't listen to this. Yeah, that'd be kind of weird. But it's fair. Unhoused, by the way. She was unhoused, not homeless. Better. Mm. That sounds way better and way doper. Uh, you made me aware of this story that caught my eye. Uh, Tom Hanks quoted saying, I've only made four pretty good movies in my decades-long career, which I love when people are honest and like call out their turkeys, and they're just like, you know what, I I make a lot of shit. I think it's more than four. I'd say it's probably like eight. Yeah, I was gonna say like he's there's a lot of other people who should be calling themselves out for turkeys before Hanks. I feel like Hanks is a pretty yeah positive track record. I'd say I liked him a lot in Big, Forrest Gump, Saving yeah. Private Ryan. Um, the Lady Killers, I thought was really good. Oh no, <laughs> surprising! But I'm I'm in. Yeah. Um, Turner and Hooch, I guess. Yes, those those are the four. <laughs> uh, I, I should like queue up his IMDb. You I did a- this the other day. I looked at it. I know you love like Cloud Atlas and Pinocchio and the Polar <laughs> whoa, whoa, Express. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All those, Easy. all the other Zemeckis Easy. ones. Easy. <laughs> Only Cloud Atlas is good. Those other ones are fucked up. 
But yeah, you were the other day like, okay, the, the four ones are clearly uh, like Bridge of Spies, Cast- Larry <laughs> Crown, Sully, <laughs> News of the World. That fucking killed me. Sully, I, I cr- Larry Crown, Sully, News of the World were like the first three. I, I like queued up his IMDb and I just rifled through like, what are the worst ones on here? Which ones exist the least? News of the World doesn't exist to anybody. Yeah. It's just, not, it's not a movie. Snooze of the World. I watched it, and I can't really tell you anything about it. Just, just kind of was there. But uh, Hanks, I think, I think he's got more turkeys in him. I think you've got more. Hopefully, he makes some more movies that are even funnier to claim that he likes in the future. Um, the Avatar re-release beat out "Don't Worry, Darling" for the top spot at the weekend box office. Good. Just kind of embarrassing for that movie that had all this like buzz and hype with all this behind the scenes drama. And then the re release of Avatar, a movie that came out like 13 <laughs> years ago, uh, beats it at the box office. Kind of fucked up. I know some people who saw Don't Worry Darling. I, I've heard nothing but bad things. I was messaging with Logan about it. Yeah, he was saying, like, yeah. don't even, like, even for the bit, even to like hate it on purpose, do not go in the yeah. theater. I had it spoiled for me. It's it sounds like a real spoil it for everybody. Nah, <laughs> spoil it for me, and I'll, I'll mute your mic. I promise. I'll do it off mic for the fans. But yeah, it's like a turkey, and you don't need to see it. I'll I watch heard. It when I heard HBO Florence Pugh. Like, huh? Florence Pugh shows her uh, whole full frontal. Oh, I actually heard she doesn't, <laughs> which is like disappointing. Is she nude in anything? She's nude in a lot of stuff. That I, movie, uh, Lady Macbeth, which is like a classy. Slightly boring historical drama. She's all sorts of naked in that. Her and Denzel getting nude together. Okay, okay. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. You're the lady, and I'm Macbeth. <laughs> but yeah, that movie. There's reason to worry, <laughs> darling. I'm like, should I say this? This is horrible. Can you imagine replacing Shia LaBeouf with Harry Styles, like a children's singer? Mm. Like, that, no. like, who on earth thought that would be a good idea? At least get, yeah. like, um, Clifton Collins Jr. or oh, someone else yes. on sh- who's similar to Shia. Household name Clifton Collins Jr. <laughs> what if they replace, uh, what if they make Harry Styles the new Mutt Williams? And they just give... That's fine. I don't watch those guys. movies anyway. God damn it. He's right, though. And friend of the show, Brian... Let me know about this little story. Hugh Jackman is returning as Wolverine in Deadpool 3. I saw that. Even though he like famously gave this character like a whole movie of a send-off in Logan. Mm. Now they're just like, yeah, he's back for this stupid Deadpool movie because we don't know what to do with it because they stink and Ryan Reynolds is a one-note dud. Fucking Deadpool. And Brian had a bit like... And just to be clear, this isn't the Wolverine that died in Logan. This is the, you know, doing the light year bit that Chris yeah. Evans did. Fans get it. They're having that's fun. A, see, that's a tweet. That's funny. That is, that is a tweet. He, yeah. I retweeted it. It was a hot one. I, uh, Logan was decent. I yeah. watched Logan like way after it came out. It's a good movie. It was one of those movies that like I sort of forgot about. I liked how it was the first R-rated Wolverine movie. So he got to like stab people with his claws for the first time. And I was like, oh, this is cool. 
this is worth making at least one R-rated one. Who directed that? Like John Waters? <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, Hugh Jackman eats a big log of shit at the end of the movie <laughs> on camera, and you can tell he did it for real. And then he made out with his ugly wife with a mouthful of shit? <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, that, any was, pink, that wasn't nice. Any Pink Flamingos fans, folks? Fuff, <laughs> But uh, no, Logan was directed by James Mangold, who, funnily enough, directed the new Indiana Jones movie that comes mm. out soon that will not feature Mutt Williams, at least not portrayed by Shia LaBeouf. They are wheeling out Harrison Ford, though. Yes. And speaking of Harrison Ford and uh, Crystal Skulls and stuff, uh, did you see that Lizzo became the first person to play James Madison's 200-year-old crystal flute the other day? Who's James Madison? I don't know. Maybe a president? Was he the president? <laughs> I can't be sure now that I'm <laughs> thinking about it. A couple of dummies. <laughs> Sounds... Monty, uh, who is James Madison? But she, I guess it was a big deal. She was like wearing like a bathing suit, playing this flute on stage. <laughs> Everyone was like, like, you go. Like, I don't know why it's anything. Big fat pig. Oh. Just spitting cheeseburger into it. <laughs> oh. oh, she's spitting cheeseburger into this famous flute. She should, should have done some American Pie, like, flute, uh, what is the fucking flute bit? I can't remember it now. I'm trying to think of the fucking Allison Hannigan thing. The band camp stuff? Yeah, exactly. Shoving it in her cunt? But I was trying to think of, like, the, the artsy dialogue way of, of saying that. But yeah, she should have done that. And then Eugene Levin could be there and be like, ah, wow. Oh, it smells terrible. <laughs> can't believe this there's two stiflers did you see that friend of the show 50 cent is denying <laughs> that he had a penis enlargement shit, man. <laughs> yeah i didn't do that shit oh he's here shit, to man. deny it on the air yeah man nah i didn't do that what's up fifth shit man this fucking di is like fucking so your your di is natural yeah man fucking shit yeah it is speak you seen Book of Power, season four. I, I mean, not, chapter four. Actually, but we have a tape measure. Can we measure your DI on air? <laughs> no, man. All right. 50, have a great day. Ah, uh, man. But... Jesus. That was nice of him to stop by again. That's weird. It's been a while. It has. Uh, yeah. And he's always promoting that Book of Power, mm. which is has like four spinoffs. It's fucked up. Even I'm not watching that now. Thank God. Yeah. That dark chapter's over. Couldn't do it. I watched like all of the first two. I, I don't even know. There's so many of them. And um, what else is going on turkey-wise? I mean, the release of Black Adam is looming. Ugh, it's out, isn't it? No, it comes out like October 21st. There was a lot of Black Adam promotion in California. Every other building, every other billboard... Like the marquees, uh, the scrolling, like it was everywhere. I only I sent a few photos to the group on text. There was only there was there was I saw probably a hundred Black Adam promotions. I don't think I've ever wanted to see a movie less in my entire life. Than Black I want Adam to see The Rock's new superhero effort where he plays a superhero who kills people. You ever heard of such a thing? It's like, yeah, this is like all of them. <laughs> Would you rather watch Black idiot. Adam 
in a packed house and everyone in the theater is going nuts. Fuck. Night one. I'm upset already. Not a movie theater like good seat, like the regular Patriot Cinema seats. Mm. Or gods and generals in the theater, in the Loring Hall in its entirety. Gods and generals. I watched the extended edition that Cod bought for you on Laserdisc. It's four and a half hours long. Yeah. You'll Buckle settle up. in for that? I will. I'd love Okay, it. how about all three extended edition Lord of the Rings at the Loring Hall in a row? I would like actually like that. I like those movies. <laughs> May I ask, what do you like about them? Literally everything. You'd enjoy that. Every technical aspect of those films. <laughs> Isn't that like is 14 hours of footage? That is a lot. But if we could break that up over the course of days, possibly weeks. No, all in a row. Yeah, I'd still rather do that. Then right. see Black Adam. He's very out on Black Adam, folks. I personally probably will see Black Adam night one Fuck. alone. I mean, and love it. Do you need some company? <laughs> <laughs> He's I mean, back in. I could be coerced. No, I don't want to see it at all. I don't like superheroes. He's back at The only superhero I like is Batman and Venom and Godzilla. <laughs> That's the movie I want to see happen. Batman meets Godzilla versus Venom. Ooh, a meets and a versus in one yes. movie? Fuck. That's a dope Mount Rushmore of dope sidecars. Maybe throw like Jason up there or, or Michael Myers. We're also... Go, Jason, go! The new Michael Myers uh, movie comes out in two weeks. And I think... Parsons is in, yeah. Yeah. It's coming Wait, out in theaters, but also... What date, though? I think October 15th. Okay, great. I think it's also going to be on Peacock. So we could just watch it here or go to the movies if we want to do that. I would rather watch it here, personally. But yeah, the same thing is like the end of the saga. I could do it here, especially after Halloween Kills, which Oof. was flat out bad. No, 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 it was great. But yeah, they're like, this is finally the end of the saga. Like, you, no, it isn't. Yeah, it's like, it is until you do it again. But I hope they do something really bold at the end of this one. <laughs> and like, shit, shit, shit. Michael Myers apologizes, and then him and Laurie Strode have sex. Fuggin'. Because they're not a uh, brother and sister in this franchise anymore. So they could. This is how this could end. This could have a happy ending. Could be dope. And we'll see that and review it in the episode after next. Folks. Apparently, Parsons will be joining us for that one, as he did for Halloween Kills. So yes, we're summoning him from the Chicago verse just for you. The snips. Fans. Do not forget to put that on your calendar because you've already promised. Fuck you, buddy. Tramana. Tramana. And the reboot of The Crow has wrapped <laughs> filming. Uh, that's a wrap, guys. Everybody go home. Uh, life is pain. But yeah, this Bill Skarsgård, who played uh, the clown in It, is playing the crow. He also just got cast as uh, the titular role in the remake. Nosferatu, yeah. Yeah. What is what? What is it with him? It's like, hey, I'm just like, I'm going to play every fucking weird goth villain sidecar who's ever existed. Too, have we reached too much Skarsgård? Are we... Should we put the scars? Well, there's three. The there's fucking three of them, and they both. All, well, the then uh, what's his face? Alexander pops up quite a bit as well. Yeah, and the guy Robert Eggers who's doing Nosferatu. The last movie he made was The Northman with the other Skarsgård. So like he's in, he's on Team Skarsgård. He's not making a movie without one of these guys. The Northman was the only Robert Eggers movie that I've enjoyed. 
I think it was definitely his best. I love The Northman. If you haven't seen it, folks, it's probably on. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Now. I think it's on Peacock, actually. Mm. Weirdly enough, it is. I, s- I recommend it highly. But I mean, also Nosferatu. I don't know if we need a new take on that. It sounds kind of boring. I feel like I watched that in my college film class and was very bored. Yeah, it's like, it's like one of the first movies. It's like a hundred years old. It's barely. <laughs> It's like barely watchable, although it is. I remember when it came out. Yeah, it does have a creepy like mood to it for such an old movie, but like it's an, obviously it's important, like whatever, blah blah blah. But yeah. we're good with another one. It's something to like have the Criterion Blu-ray of, just so you can like have it there and be like, mm, yes, the work, yes, yes. And speaking of the work, 18 years ago today, Shark Tale was released in theaters. The animated uh, Finding Nemo ripoff. Starring Will Smith. I was going to say, that's Will Smith, right? Angelina Jolie and Martin Scorsese as the main fish characters. Do you ever see Shark Tale? I don't believe so. We used to watch it at Blockbuster a lot, so I'm very familiar with it. It's uh, It's funny when you have one of those movies that just rifles through. Like That's how it was for me at Office Depot with Toy Story 2 and Cars. Like Both of those movies memorized, basically. Delicious hot schmoes. (laughs) But, uh... Also, 12 years ago today, The Social Network released in theaters. I did see that in the theater. Same. Great movie. Mm. The Facebook movie that was way better than everyone thought it would be. Did you see the premiere of SNL last night, I didn't. With their weird cobbled together new (laughs) cast of duds. Their new cast, it's it's one of the most dire things I've ever seen. (laughs) Like... Everyone of note left the show over the summer, and they have a few new people where it's like, you know, they're new. They got to figure it out. But I just can't believe the state that that show's in at this moment. It's kind of it's kind of shocking. I watched the better part of the new episode while I put together a bed frame last evening. How'd that go? Went good. It's uh-huh. all together. Is it uh, how many cans did it take? Oh, uh, you're running with the bit that my bed frame was made of Mountain Dew cans? Yeah. <laughs> 86 cans. <laughs> it's the mini So ones. you use the full cans for the actual frame and then empty cans with a big trash bag over them as the mattress. Yeah, for the foundation. Yes. And then a cardboard box filled with toilet, <laughs> or the, the Mountain Dew box full of toilet paper as a pillow. Yes, of course. Perfect. Naturally. How is the new place? It's good. Yeah. Coming together. The uh but Miles Teller hosted. He was he's all right. What is he promoting? Probably like Top Gun Maverick still. <laughs> I don't even know. He did I think I missed the the monologue. I just saw like some of the sketches. The spectacular now too. <laughs> the spectacular <clears throat> wow. But, I mean, SNL, we'll see if they figure it out. Maybe we become SNL guys. I've said in the past, I think it's hacky to complain about SNL, but what can you do? I mean, it's right there. Mm. I'm out. And also, they did a bit making fun of the Nicole Kidman AMC ad that was so bad. I was like, who fucking... Like, I can't believe Lauren was like, that's good. Yeah, green light on that bit. Let's like... Because it was one of the taped pieces where like they... And it had some production to it. And it was just such a fucking dud. It made me mad. Uh, and that's something that you could make funny 
easily, I think. Yeah, like the, the girl doing Nicole Kim, she just plays up the fact that she is Australian and is just like doing this wacky voice and like she becomes like a superhero. It's like, what is this? That's Fuck. not funny. It's it's just bad. I'm out. He's out on it. And I don't you got any more news? No. You wanna take a little break? Yeah, maybe we go see uh that new movie Smile, where people are like smile, but they're doing it all evil like. Ooh, all right. Or something else sillier that I can't think of at this moment. <laughs> I like to do like, let's go see something dumb, but I don't even know what's playing in theaters at this moment. Hold on. I'm going to look up movies so I can think of a good one so I can really milk this. Bros. Bit. Yeah. Okay. Woman King. Yeah. We're going to go see Bros and the Woman King and see how they run that like Knives Out looking... Ah. Rip off that barely exists, and then we'll be back with right. reviews of all. Have a good one. We'll be right back. What's happening, hoops? We're back. Woo! Fiery rejoiner. What is this from again? This is the end credits to Rain Man. <laughs> it's a fucking bop. <laughs> Be the cut of the year. This is like when they just wanted Vegas and like it's all starting to come together. Shit. I think they play this twice, to be honest. I haven't watched Rain Man in a bit. You watched this on your flight to or fro? Back from California, yeah. Mm. Does it still <clears throat> hit? It does. It does. It's a movie that's like amazing, but you need a big break. Like I won't be able to watch it again for 15 years. I don't think I've seen it in 15 years, so I'm due. I'm going to watch this again. And this is... Do you know who did the score of this off the top of your head? I do not. I feel like it's... He's this is Hans greats. Zimmer, actually. Yes, yeah, see? I knew it was someone like that. This is, uh, it this says is early it right Zimmer. Here. This is, like, legit great. I'm loving this. I'm going to download the score and uh, drive around in the work truck to it like a complete lunatic all day tomorrow. But, folks, we're back, and we just watched a little picture called... The greatest beer run ever? In history. Yes. The greatest beer run in history is the official... Is you it, liked this one, huh? I thought it was the greatest beer run ever. I'm like, is this a real uh, Slight Butcher Bandit? Mm. I, 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 didn't, I didn't love it. It is the greatest beer run ever. It's a uh, Apple original. So if you have Apple Plus, you can watch this for free. Just and I, sitting there waiting to be I, enjoyed. I think a public service announcement for the fans. Mm. I imagine a lot of you are sitting on a like year free membership to Apple TV Plus that you've just never activated. Like anytime you buy a new iPhone, at least the last like four of them has since Apple Plus has been around, they've offered all sorts of free memberships. So get in there. Yeah, they basically want you to have it, and wow. they have some good programming over there. Anyone who's heard the show before. You know, they got Severance over there. They got... Blackbird. They, my recent favorite. Yeah, that one's good. Mm. They got that Jason Momoa show, C, that barely exists. You can throw that on and I can yourself. confirm that C is non-existent as well. But they do have some stuff, and it's worth... Uh, that is a good free trial kid recommendation. And they have some original movies like this one. Mm. Also, that Connor Ratliff movie that we liked a couple weeks ago. Drinking Buddies or Beer. What the fuck was that called? God damn it. We'll remember. I'm not going to get it. We'll circle back. But this is the new movie from Peter Farrelly, 
who, a uh, member of the uh, famous Farrelly Brothers, famous for directing a lot of comedies. Then they kind of split up. Peter did Green Book, which surprisingly won Best Picture at the Academy Awards a few years ago. And now he's made this movie, The Greatest Beer Run Ever, which is based on a true story. And hold on, where's that summary I had? A man's story of leaving New York in 1967 to bring beer to his childhood buddies in the army while they are fighting in Vietnam. Fun setup for a movie. Charming, true story. Mm. Yeah, this, this kind of worked for me. This was like The Five Bloods meets Forrest Gump. <laughs> wow. <laughs> meets Cheers. Holy shit. That's the fucking meats of a lifetime. It's, uh, I, think, I don't know. See, to me, this was like that Tom Cruise movie American Made meets I... I shot American I Made. I can't think of the other half of this meets. But Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. There it is. Thank you for landing the plane. It, was, it was too long. It was a little long, and I will say the first half of this movie, I was like, I don't know about this. Zac Efron's doing a Boston accent. There's a bunch of sidecars. They bait and switched us with Bill Murray being in the movie, and he has what's basically a cameo. And it's all in the same location, so clearly shot in one day, which, the, which I hate. thought the exact same thing. I was imagining <clears throat> his day, and they definitely did every second of him in this movie in one day. <laughs> I'd bet my life on it. I bet he didn't even take a, a day rate. I bet he just did like Uncle Buck style. Yeah. Or uh, what movie did John Candy do that for? Stripes or something where he just popped in. Yeah. Every time Bill Murray's in something, I feel like he's doing it as a favor to yes. someone involved and he doesn't actually want to be doing it at all. Like he's not, he no. doesn't, he's not invested in like. like yeah, sure. I'll work. sleepwalk through that one. Yeah. Wes Anderson. How was my Bill Murray, by the way? Is that all right? That was something. Not as good as my Charlotte Copley last that, week. That was a 10 out of 10. Bill Murray, you were prone. <laughs> District 9 2. <laughs> District 10. <clears throat> I think they were going to make that at some point. Maybe they should. But Zach Efron wise, <clears throat> it's not a tough bar to cross, but maybe the best he's ever been. Maybe the best movie he's ever been in. I think you're forgetting about Bad Grandpa. I'm not. And I'm also and not like forgetting Chuck about... Chuck and Larry need wedding dates or whatever the fuck that was called. Also not forgetting about that or Baywatch or that Richard Linklater movie he made that doesn't exist that I can't even remember the name of or the rest of them. Zach Efron... I didn't even know he did a Richard Linklater movie. It's that movie about like where he's in a play. I think the name is someone's or the title is someone's name. Either way, Zach Efron doesn't wow. have good luck with the movies he ends up in. Also, he did that movie Firestarter. I believe you're forgetting about We Are Your Friends. Not forgetting about that one either. Thank you for reminding me about that one also. Oh, the the DJ movie where he has like a where he's love like, triangle with fucking like Wes Bentley. Radikowski and, and Wes Bentley. Yeah, like, what an... Jesus. Oof. That is a movie that shouldn't exist. <laughs> I hate that we both remembered so many details about it. And I enjoyed it. What do you think? Fuck, that's fucked up. No? No, I'm in on it. No hoops? But, yeah, this movie, it takes a while to heat up. But once, like, he's in Vietnam, and it's charming. It's like, oh, he's, like, going to this war zone with a duffel bag full of beers. And he shows up, and his friends are all like, like, what are you doing here? Like, what the fuck? And, uh, you know, it's kind of fun, charming. 
his like pack of friends that are all bean set were kind of uh, working for me. They were like the Doughboys Quincy crew, just doing niche bits for nobody here. But uh, this didn't work for you at all. You weren't big no. in this. Wow. I will be giving this a one and a half out of five. You giving this a one and a half. Russell Crowe and his powerful performance. Russell Crowe is in the obesity, like last lap of his career. Yes, yeah, and he's doing great work. Away. He's killing it. He might. This might be the best pocket of his career he's ever had. Two Oscars in a row in the er, late or the early two thousands. No, 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 no. Undisputed or whatever the fuck. <laughs> I keep doing that. Baby. Unhinged and then the greatest beer run as like the eighth lead He's behind uh, like clearly shot in one day, Bill Murray. Killing it. I don't know. He I'm was, good. I don't know. It was working for me. This was like very light, enjoyable. This is a movie I could see seeing at Loring Hall and like all the older people being like, oh, oh. Like, oh, this is cute. That's the thing I didn't love about it, is that it's a really serious subject matter, like Vietnam, <clears throat> dressed up as like a cheeky, not even like a like a smile comedy, like no outright laughs. See, I thought that the tone of it was good. I get it easily being that, but I thought he did a good job of like, you know, it had some serious moments. They sprinkled in some bits. They did a thing that I hate, which is they like, when it was convenient for them, they dialed it up, up the emotion to a 10. And they mm. had a scene with Zach Efron crying. And they mm. had like the caskets with the flags draped over them. Yeah. And like the fight in the beginning. Yeah, they, the, were, like, they were laying it on real thick. They laid it on thick, like Oscar Beatty almost. But this, to me, to properly finally use this word, was a very sophomoric effort. Wow. And you. You're sending Peter Farrelly back to the minors. You're saying this is his sophomore effort, even though he's directed countless movies with this his This is his brother. only second... This is only his second movie alone. Yeah. No, it's in- interesting. And I think that duos remain a duo. Like, if you moved to Japan and I tried to do the pod by myself, wow. it would be terrible. I mean, I am thinking about moving to Japan. It's mm. fucked up that you bring this up. They got the a lot of Mountain Dew there. <laughs> yes, that's the only thing that I think or care about. <laughs> Mountain Dew soda. I know you love that's me. Mountain Dew and <laughs> Uncrustables sandwiches. Dean! No, but uh, yeah, the duo thing, we've talked about this before, but like the Farrelly brothers broke up, the Wachowski siblings broke up, the Cohen brothers broke up. You hate to see it. Mm. And they're all like floundering, trying to make movies on their own. It's fucked up. Yeah. I don't think this movie will be well-received. I don't think this is going to pick up what they were putting down. Well, guess what? All they needed was my seal of approval, and they got it. I liked this movie. You're in. This was good. All right. Bordering on great, in my opinion. <laughs> Especially for like an Apple original. I, I recommend this movie. And... The also soundtrack wise, Farley Brothers, they love to like cram a zillion songs into their movies and they're good at it. This movie had a, a few standout tracks, can't remember them now, but I was I was shazamming. It was uh, I think the Bum Bum song by yes. Tom Green, <laughs> yep, that was and um, that was there, the Hamster Dance and Call on Me by Eric Prids. Oh, were the three title tracks that really yeah. stuck out for me. 
That's those are the ones. Mm-hmm. They're all beautiful. Great uh, with the Vietnam backdrop, the hamster dance drop, that needle drop was was both poignant and hilarious at the same time. It was. And also towards the end, you thought that I might have been crying watching the movie. I got up to check my laundry, and on my way back in, I look over, and it looked like you were weeping. And I was like, "This is great." <laughs> I was, was going to give you such shit about it on the air. I could have gotten there. It was really. It, it did have a strong ending, but I I kept it at bay. What was it? The caskets that get you? Efron in tears? No, the. I don't want to spoil it for the fans. They're just going to have to see for themselves. All right. Wow, we're doing such a great job. Fans report back. Yes. About what you thought Scott <laughs> might have cried at. Enough the podcast at gmail can. They're going to report back. Uh, yeah, I didn't finish this. Scott is clearly unwell and will cry at anything. <laughs> and I think he should seek help. Yeah, I think maybe you should talk through some of that that's <laughs> underneath there. <sighs> Get to the bottom of it. No. I don't even want to know what's at the top of it. Fair. Quite frankly. Okay. No, we're kidding, folks. So, what else? you got anything else about this one or... I mean, just a recommendation. I enjoyed it. Greatest beer run ever. Like, way better than I thought it would be for, mm-hmm. like, the Apple original Zac Efron movie that, you know, I didn't know the Farley brothers, or one of them did it. When uh, we started it, we learned this all in media res. Mm. And, yeah, check it out. If you need a free trial of Apple Plus, uh Hit us up, enoughthepodcast at gmail.com, and we will probably not be no, able not, to help you. No, but Nobody else is jumping on my fucking my, my programs. <laughs> Some people trying to watch all my channels. Yeah. Halfway through, I'm like, what am I doing? Just fucking up my algorithm. Get out of here. Send us a question, and then uh, figure out a free trial. The one like time we adult. get emails, it's dozens of people asking for free trials to things. Eh, ain't that the way. But what else did we watch this week i checked out a little picture called blonde the are you uh, blonde looking for a dave davidson kids just feeling that tom green stuff right now <laughs> <laughs> the uh this is the anna de armis marilyn monroe movie directed by a friend of the show what's that guy's andrew name? dominic thank you who directed Killing Them Softly and The Assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford, one of the most pretentiously titled wordy movies ever, but it's actually really good. And so is Killing Them Softly. So I was kind of excited to watch this Mm. movie, but a bit of a slog. It's two hours and 45 minutes long. Uh, It's heavy it's slow it's also like complete fiction they've said like oh none of it's real yeah like it doesn't in any way try to like depict what actually happened to marilyn monroe so it's like i don't even know why this exists if it was more interesting i'd be game but it's just very slow and plodding and anadarmus is naked in it and it's still like boring somehow i don't even know how he did this did you even fill up I mean, maybe a splash, but mm. it's like, I didn't finish this movie. I'm like, I have like an hour left. You started it, you shut it, you started it, you shut it again. I think so. This was... Yeah, you're not going to finish it. I think over two days. Yeah, it looked but, bad. But After, like, upon hearing everybody, it just... At first I was like, it's Andrew Dominic, it's got to be good. And then I watched the 
<clears throat> I watched all those bad reviews roaring in, and then I heard like you and Rion both thought it was kind of boring, and I'm like, if they don't have the stomach for it, I'm never gonna make it through this. It's like a chore to get through, kind Oof. of. And yeah, you know the my big caveat for a lot of these movies is like, well, it looks great. Like you can coast by yeah. on how great it looks. This doesn't even look that great. It wasn't enough for me this time. Enough. No, not nearly enough. And it's just like, I don't know. I don't know what he was going for. This was just kind of a miss for me. Mm. Kind of bummed me out. And I don't know, maybe it has a big finish. I don't find at some point. I don't find Marilyn Monroe to be particularly interesting. Yeah, I don't know like enough about her. I almost wanted, I wished it was more of like an accurate thing because I was thinking like, I don't know what her deal was. I don't really know what actually happened to her. So I don't know why I'm watching this boring, fictional, maybe she would have done this kind of movie. You know what they should do is Ana de Armas gains like 100 pounds. A word? And they do an Anna Nicole Smith biopic. Oh, shit. Who was like the, the you know, better version of Marilyn Monroe to she, me. She would definitely win an Oscar if oh, yeah. she put on 100 pounds to play Anna Nicole Smith. No fat suit, no fake prosthetic gut, yeah. real 100-pound gain. That's what we're talking about. Maybe Media Ben Affleck co-stars as... Co-stars, directs. Do you it, think he's seen Blonde? Uh, I'd probably put it on and shut it. <laughs> Would that be like a fight in his house with J-Lo? Yeah, like, like, oh, you're watching Blonde? Do you think he watched it like on his phone walking to Dunkin' Donuts? Maybe. <laughs> I'd be fucking Mr. Sick. Blonde. I mean, I guess Blondes don't have more fun, folks. Am mm. I right? He loved it. 10 out of 10 did. I, I smirked. <laughs> he winced, folks. It was a wince. What else did you watch on the plane? I watched on the way there. I rewatched Strawberry or Strawberry Red Rocket. Red Rocket. The, um, Red Rocket. the Simon Rex yeah, yeah. vehicle directed by a friend of the Simon show. Simon Baker, right? Yes. Are they both Simons? That's interesting. It is. Yes. Sean Baker. There it is. I was. I like, knew I was wrong. Yes. <laughs> Sean Baker from the Florida Project and Tangerine came mm. back with. Um, a, basically a career revival, hopefully, for Simon Rex, a guy who kind of always was sort of a failure to launch, even though he's a talent, about a guy who becomes a porn star, and then he like kind of falls out the bottom rung of that industry, and he returns home to try to crash with his ex-wife and Fun. meets a young lady and kind of falls for her, and you know the rest is history. But it to me, it was charming as fuck the second yeah. time around. I really <laughs> enjoyed that movie. That... Uh... <laughs> Also, Florida Project. Mm. I think all his stuff's on Amazon Prime. I think he's Seems a Prime like guy. It, yeah. Tangerine, I didn't love, but I mean, check that out too. I didn't get Tangerine. His stuff, he's at least, you know, doing his own thing, making movies that are original and interesting. I really enjoyed, uh, what is this movie called again? Okay. Red Rocket. Yes. It's very bleak, which is very a tough thing to pull off a lot of guys you could tell they're trying to pull off bleak and it doesn't seem realistic it's like well that that's a set but this like mm. you can tell they really shot this in rural texas or if they didn't they really did a good job of faking it mm. and it's just like a lot of debuts like people who weren't really in anything else yeah i like that he's good at finding people in florida project too there's a lot of people where it's like i i believe that this person exists like i've never yeah. seen this person in a movie before it seems like just plucked them out of 
reality. He's really good at casting, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, this is a Red Rocket is a solid, like a nice. I'd call it a feel good movie, even though it's a such a bleak thing, just because it has the like lightness and there's a few like big laughs and mm. it's I, definitely silly. I also have no problem with like a feel shitty movie, right? Because like you know, you don't have to like take that with you. It's just when the movie's over, it's over. It's if it's well done, it doesn't matter if it's agreed. Yeah, bleak. I liked this one a lot. It was actually probably not. I mean, it's never going to hit as hard as the first time because there's some stuff that's just so good. Mm. But it was definitely great rewatch. I waited like a year. Yeah, that I would watch <clears> that again. <throat> I feel like I saw that six months ago or so. It's about time, yeah. So that's on Prime, Red Rocket. I also watched The Elephant Man, which I'd never seen before. Yes. What did you think of my opus starring Anthony Hopkins? I thought it was good. I think it was very weird, and it didn't feel yes, very lynchy. that's what I was going for. Weird. <laughs> that's not. my whole thing. He's Thank overly you. weird. <laughs> overly so. But this, I thought, was interesting. It is funny when he makes like a real movie with a real studio, where you can tell they were like, "Look, we know you're David Lynch, but like this is like this is like a Disney movie. You need to like you need yeah. to make it normal. Don't put in all your fucked up noises and like long takes." There was no like weird David Lynch crap in this. It's yeah. just like a movie on Earth. It and is super sad and well done. I saw it forever ago. I remember. You, for, you forget how good Anthony Hopkins is because, like, a lot of this, like, I guess he was the father, he was solid in the last couple of years, but he hasn't done much that really drove that point home since Silence of the Lambs. Mm. I guess people probably disagree with me, but this I thought was he was really doing some work. It's a yeah. movie about a guy who it's actually a true story. Mm. A lot of it. There's like this guy who is sort of disfigured. They call him the Elephant Man. He's like a carnival sideshow act, and Anthony Hopkins rescues him. And I don't know. I'd never seen it. It was kind of on the bucket list for me. Yeah, it's got. It's one of those movies where you watch it and you notice that things reference it like all the time. I remember watching me like, oh, this is like a Simpsons episode where they like mm. bit all this, and I was recognizing the um or iconography from that, like a true asshole idiot. But yeah, I recommend this movie also. This and one I, I got on iTunes. I don't really know where it's available. It's probably on something. Just buy everything David Lynch has made. It's all fucked up. And it's all yes. Dope. Can you even believe it? Thank you. My weather reports are ongoing. And I watched a real fucking piece of shit the other day that I wanted oh? to tell you about. Uh, Rob Zombie's The Monsters. Oh, no. Which is now on Netflix. I didn't think anyone was actually going to watch that. I mean, I couldn't get all the way to the end of it. That's an ongoing theme with uh, Netflix originals this week and every week, probably. But this fucking movie, I mean... I think this is maybe the cheapest looking movie I've ever watched. I'm not joking in any way. This really? movie looks like it was shot for hundreds of dollars. Like nothing even resembling like uh, a Hollywood production in any way. How did Daniel Roebuck do? I don't know if I even got to him. Uh, Rob Zombie's wife, who's in everything he's made for the past like 17 years, is front and center just doing her thing there's 
I'm not even familiar with the original monsters, so I can't even compare it to that. But this movie is just like a cheesy, boring, embarrassingly unfunny pile of shit. I was under the impression that this was going to be a series like the show, because it was not a movie before. It was a show. Yeah, I think that's right. I mean, maybe it'll become that. I hope not, but... I mean, Rob Zombie, they they just keep giving him chances. He's one of those guys, I feel like they let him do what he wants, and his movies make, like, no money, but they just... He's just, like, a cool rocker, and they're like, yeah, bro, cool. They're like, yeah, we just like how it looks like seeing a Rob Zombie film on the poster, I guess, even though, like, everyone hated your Halloween movies. Uh, how many did he make, two or three? Two. Okay. He probably wanted to make three, but two fucking bombed and was just a horrible turkey and every other movie he makes is just about like a satanic cult of clowns that's house, run by his wife who house is, of a thousand corpses and the devil's rejects are both good movies that's all he's got i don't even know if i like those devil's rejects is like okay i think it's overrated but it's got some stuff everything else he's made is kind of Remember when I got those free tickets to 31 and I was trying to get you to go with me and you refused and I was going to go by myself and then I don't remember what, I think I just bailed. And then I was like, I, I want to go just so I can say it's a 31 on Rotten Tomatoes or something like that. And oh wait, and he also had that movie called The Three or something. It's called The Three. Oh yeah, I'm probably just thinking of that. But it's just another yeah, he's, of he's, stupid he's, joke. He's, ugh. Yeah, I don't know. Three from hell? Yes, that's what it was. The three out of ten from hell. Thank you. There we go. (laughs) It's called The Three. We hit them. But I mean, I don't know. Rob Zombie, I think it's time to maybe slam dunk him into the obits. I'm okay with that. He's had enough chances. I I don't think it's panning out. He's gotten a lot of at-bats. Rob Zombie's film work. It's. If you disagree, maybe shoot us an email. We'll, We'll hash it out. But I'm not impressed at this moment in time. Check out The Monsters on Netflix if you are inclined. And I watched Father Stew, as I mentioned earlier. It's very fucked up. And I think that's all I watched this week. Mm. We watched the beginning of that American Gigolo show. Oh, yes, yes. I watched the first episode. That's good. John Bernthal, friend of the show. Which I don't believe you had to have seen the movie to enjoy it. Mm. So get in there if you haven't. It's uh, I've only watched the first few, so I can't comment. Oh, I finished the Dahmer show on Netflix. Ooh, do you recommend it? I loved it. Ten out of ten. Wow. Well, whatever. I think I gave it. I, I did rate it on uh, Letterboxd, the whole series. Mm. I, ra- I think I gave it four out of five. I think. I think. Evan Peters. If, for those that don't know, Jeffrey Dahmer was a serial killer who would, you know rape and eat his victims one of the most fucked up dudes who ever lived he killed 17 people in like a span of two decades a bit of a could you if you ask me yeah he basically killed a guy and then he waited 10 years and then he killed 16 more people in like a three-year window Mm. super weird do they have an episode that covers i remember the, the, the big story was like there were like cops talking to him and one of his like about to be victims and they basically like let them go because yeah and then Basically, like, we're just a couple of gay guys, and then, yeah, yeah they cover that. That's so probably, yeah. it goes over, like, his whole, like, his childhood, how his dad, like, taught him how to cut up roadkill as a child. 
So As probably, do. yeah, like typical dad stuff. Yeah. And I don't know. My dad spent the majority of my childhood being ashamed of me. So I think that that's steered me away from being a serial killer, but mm. led me into other wonderful endeavors. Hell yeah. But I uh, love you, dad. Um, Cheers. I think this is a show like Evan Peters. Rion made a good point that Evan Peters kind of needs to get away from Ryan Murphy if he really wants to. Sw- what? Hmm. Who stole that? Why? He needs to get away from the guy, Ryan Murphy, the guy who did American Horror Story and Glee. And he also wrote, I think, I think he wrote every episode of this. He didn't direct any of it. He just wrote Ooh. and produced it. Okay. But Ryan, or I'm sorry, Evan, pretty much the bulk of his career has been under the wing of Ryan Murphy. And I think that in order for him to really like, I think he's Oscar worthy. He could do- Ooh you know, like a Silence of the Lambs type movie if he were to get out from under it. But, mm. you know, he's going to be TV. Because he like think about the only movie that I can think of that he's even really that noticeable in is American Animals. I don't know if you've got any other ideas, but. I mean, yeah, movie-wise, Evan <clears throat> Peters, he plays Nightcrawler in two of the shittier X-Men movies. Mm. And I'm struggling to think of him in movies. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, like Ryan Murphy's had him locked into like TV jail right. for like a decade. It's like Robert Downey Jr. with Iron Man. It's just like you make a couple of good things and then boom, you're in one project for 12 years. Yeah. Yeah, he needs to like escape f- that. 15 fucking years. And make something, you know, yeah, something new. But this overall, it's on Netflix. It covers, it's 10 episodes, covers basically his whole life and entire killing spree and mm. going to jail and everything. All the details that you, most of it you probably know the details of already, but like a lot of it like was very true. And attention to detail was phenomenal. Yeah. I need to, I'm going to finish it probably. I watched the first episode and a half. It's got some like good tension, some like interesting stuff going on. I was kind of digging it. There's just too many shows. Did you get too I, horny and you had to shut it off? Or? I did, yeah. Mm, I, I get it. I got all fired up. And uh, I had to put on Father Stew to calm down. <clears throat> hey, but, how you doing? Don't eat me. <laughs> Please. Don't, don't fucking chop me up and turn me into Wahlburgers. That would be a bad thing to do. God will punish you. And I'm going to sneak in. I watched uh, P- Kate Berlant's uh, Hulu stand-up special called Cinnamon in the Wind. Whom? Kate Berlant. Dunno. She's like a wacky New York person. She does stuff with that guy, John Early. She's funny. Okay. It's uh, it's on Hulu. It's like 45 minutes. One of the more insane stand-up specials I've seen in a while. She's, uh, it's kind of hard to explain, but uh, I recommend it. It really, uh, really worked for me. I was laughing out loud watching it alone, which is the highest praise I can give a stand-up. And yes, it's on Hulu. Kate Berlant, Cinnamon in the Wind. Also, fucked up, interesting title. (laughs) Sweeney, come over to my cape house with that cinnamon in the wind. (laughs) I hate my father. I hate my life. But I feel great, man. And that's what's up. So I'd say that's enough. That seems like enough. I mean, until next week, where we'll be covering the horror movie Smile, which is now oh, in theaters. Yeah. I got to see that. Maybe I'll see that tonight. Kid. I know, we got a lot of day left. I'm not used to having so much day, but the fans don't need to hear this. They don't know about any of this. 
the why don't you shoot us an email enough the podcast at gmail.com follow us on instagram enough the podcast on twitter add podcast enough i'm on both of those platforms at skip season where i work and the fans find you do my plugs for me you're always way better at it I know, but I already shot my wild with that whole lead up. All right, soda burp. Um, you can find me at um, www.benefix.org. Uh, uh, Ooh, side plug. <clears throat> Disguised as a bit. Yeah, that's it. That's it for me. I'm married. I'm old. It's my birthday yesterday. I'm all washed up. It's over. Wow. Are you done for? This is it? This is my last episode. So you're like I said, you're Holy going solo. Holy shit, folks. Or you can do it with Hank and Lil Hank, the whole episode. Wow. I don't know if I can bounce off of Hank and or Lil Hank for that amount of time. Nice, nice hour and 20 minute cool down with Hank. <laughs> wow. Fans, if that sounds interesting to you, let us know. How about this? Any we'll of those do this platforms. like a Patreon. If you guys can raise $100, I'll do an entire episode as Hank. Yeah. 100 bucks. And I'll do any amount of episodes as anything anyone suggests. Done. So, let's go. Have a good one, everybody. Bye.